Good morning. I'm the Reverend Jacqueline Sheldon from St. Paul's Episcopal Church at 220 Valley Street in Willimantic, and I am, as always, overjoyed to be with you. This morning, we enter into our reflection on our scripture reading of the seventh Sunday of the Easter season in the Episcopal Church. That means for the last seven weeks, we have been focusing on the event in which Jesus Christ uh, was crucified and then died and then rose and then appeared to his followers to reveal what it truly means to trust in Jesus and to know eternal life. So on this seventh Sunday of Easter, we have a, st a story actually of uh, just before um, Jesus uh, empowers the disciples ultimately with the Holy Spirit, which will happen next week in our season, in our calendar to reflect on, and it will be Pentecost Sunday. So we are leading up to this idea of Jesus now moving into eternity fully and being present to us now through the power of the Holy Spirit. That's our gift that is given to us and was given thousands of years ago, and continues to be brought forward in those who believe in Jesus and trust in him. So this morning, that's what we're going to hear in this reading. We're going to hear Jesus's final prayers before he ascends to the Father. So with that in mind, let us open our hearts. Holy and gracious God, we ask you to help us to think about the words today and think about the gift of the Holy Spirit that we might know more deeply the true essence of your love and the true essence of Jesus, and, and actually the true essence of ourselves, that we might bring your perfect love into the world. We pray this in our beloved Jesus' name. Amen. Our reading this morning comes from John's Gospel, the 17th chapter, verses 1 through 11, and I'm reading it to you from The Voice. Jesus, lifting his face up to the heavens, began to pray, Father, my time has come. Glorify your Son, and I will bring you great glory, because you have given me total authority over humanity. I have come bearing the plentiful gifts of God, and all who receive me will experience everlasting life, a new intimate relationship with you, the one true God. and. Jesus, the anointed, the one you have sent. I have glorified you on earth and fulfilled the mission you set before me. In this moment, Father, use our collective glory and bring us together as we were before creation existed. You have entrusted me with these men and women who have come out of this corrupt world order. I have told them about your nature and declared your name to them, and they have held on to your words and understood that these words, like everything else you have given me, come from you. It is true that these men and women you gave me have received the words that come from you and not only understood them, but also believed that you sent me. I am now making an appeal to you on their behalf. This request is not for the entire world, 
It is for those whom you have given me because they are yours, yours and mine, mine and yours. For all that are mine are yours. Through them I have been glorified. I will no longer be physically present in this world. They will remain in this world. As I return to be with you, Holy Father, remain with them through your name, the name you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. Amen. So in John's Gospel, what we have here is the prayer before Jesus is actually crucified. And the power of this prayer is so profound because it's this intimate conversation about those who most deeply love Jesus and Jesus who deeply loves the Holy One, divine love, eternal beauty, eternal grace. And we see in this story the power of glorification. Now, I want to talk about this word glory because it's used a lot in this reading. And the Greek word that is used for glorify in this is boxo. And it means to make renowned, to render illustrious, cause the dignity and worth of some person or thing to be manifest and acknowledged and known. Glorify means to value. When we say we glorify God, we're talking about valuing God for who God really is. For example, giving glory to God personally acknowledges God's true character and essence. So this word, which when we listen to Jesus say, glorify um, me and I want to glorify you and the ones that you have given me have glorified me, he's talking about this idea of revealing the purest and most beautiful essence of Christ. And that's really, when we study the scriptures, that's what we're looking at, the most beautiful and purest expression of the essence of divine love that Jesus showed as he lived on this earth, as he met with people, as he walked with people, as he meals with people in every way, in his healing and in his teaching, in every way we see this beautiful expression of a person as they are one with eternal love, speaking the truth of love into the world. And I think that maybe one of the reasons that as we John labors to write this for us to understand He's, he's saying that there are certain people who are specifically drawn to the essence of Jesus, to the deepest level, to discipline themselves, to study and to walk and to turn their lives to a place where they live the radical teachings of Jesus and live the radical life of love that Jesus Christ lived through the strength of their trust in Christ's essence and his presence through the spirit. Not, not everyone has that, uh, that calling or that draw. There are many, many beautiful ways to see God's love. Um, and here we are seeing what 
It's about to be one who's really drawn to Jesus and Jesus' specific love and the way he teaches and the way he moves and the way he expresses himself, so much so that you follow Christ to the best of your ability, allowing your life to be transformed more and more into the radical way of loving that he loves. And power and the light shines through you and the beauty of your pure essence shines into the world the more that you're dedicated and the more that you're disciplined to study and pray and be with others and work, walk each day in love, trusting in Christ and seeking to do what God calls you to do in what you know in your heart by the way that you're present and the way that you study and the way that you, you walk every day. And that's a very unique thing. But if you're listening to me and you listen on a regular basis, I'm going to say that you're one of those people that Jesus is talking about as one who's been given to Jesus to walk with Jesus and to glorify him in the way that you live. That when he says, God, you've given me yours and, and they're mine and mine are yours, he's talking specifically about those of us who follow the way of Christ. And so even thousands of years later, there are those of us that are moved most specifically to follow Christ. And so this morning, I want you to about this idea that there's nothing wrong with being called to follow Jesus Christ specifically and to love him and allow him to love you and to let the Holy Spirit fill you and lead you and guide you in all that you do so that you become more and more the pure essence of love that you're meant to be. And, and why I say there's nothing wrong with that and to allow yourself to fall passionately and joyfully in it is because there are other ways as well, I'm sure of it. I have no doubt that we could look at all the different types of religious practices, whether it's, you know, uh, Judaism or or uh, uh, Buddhism or uh, Islam. I mean, it could be Mus to be a Muslim. It, there are many, many different ways to show the facets and the beauty of God's love. And whichever way a person is called to, as they seek to follow to the deepest level of their hearts, the love that's being taught, they glorify God from that aspect. So for those of us who feel our home in Christ, to know that Christ is there saying, we're his and, and, and he's God's and we're God's and his together, to know that and to settle into that and to trust in that is to say, every day I'm going to do the best I can, knowing that I'm meant to be with Jesus, to have him be my full vision and to follow him that I might know love and that that, that will glorify the pure essence in me, which will bring that love into the world through me. So this morning, I want you to think about that. I want you to think about the idea that if you're listening to me, and you're intrigued by the teachings of Christ, and you want to grow closer and closer to Christ, and that's who you're meant to be. That's the glory and the beauty of you. And so do all that you can and all that the scriptures teach us to grow closer and closer to Christ, to let Christ's life fill your, your heart so that you're glorified. Your pure essence is given into the world in love. So then Christ is glorified in God, and God is glorified in Christ, and we're glorified in Christ, and Christ is glorified in us, and God is glorified in all. Because what that means is true essence of love 
develops, beats, shines out through us, that we might bring that beautiful, beautiful, real and true love into the world. What a great thing. So as you think about this this week, and you listen to our song, Be Thou My Vision, be excited that next week we're going to celebrate Pentecost and the gift of the Spirit to help us do those things. King of 